0: Thank you for listening to the beyond billable hours podcast series today i'm speaking with arjun Aluwalia and osman abubakar co-founders at argentum law a global legal legal industry disruptor offering general counsel and transactional services thank you very much arjun and osman for joining me and taking the time uh, for this podcast series
1: thank you Pleasure. so
0: um Right, just a very brief introduction, because um, you are slightly different guests than um, I would typically have on the podcast series, and that's because you've built um, a very successful business yourselves. So maybe, um, Arjun, could you give a brief description on what it is that you do before we get into uh, the process of, you know, building your business and um, around clients, etc?
2: Sure. So I can give you a quick uh, sound bite on who we are. So Argentin Law is essentially an outsourced general counsel services firm. Uh, it takes a different tack than the typical traditional law firm format. Uh, we're essentially working as outsourced general counsels and sp- you know, specifically working on transactional services for clients. Um, our client list varies um, all the way from founders of an idea and a lot of startups and technology work all the way through to very uh, large and traditional businesses such as you know emirates is one of our main anchor clients um, so we work across the board uh, we work across the world um, we have a number of lawyers in the us um, and the uae and also in your uk and europe so we yeah we basically take a, a sort of a different approach than traditional law firms um, we essentially embed ourselves uh, very much inside the organization uh, as a Advisors, we try to go back to the old, um, the old saying, you know, uh, lawyers being the old general counsel, sort of the trusted advisor to the client, the like the conciliary, really, Um, you know, we're there, essentially acting as their therapist, you know, they're, they're all the way through to, you know, being a lawyer, you know, it's it's multifaceted, it's a very close and intimate relationship that we hold with our clients. And uh, yeah, and we've grown over the last seven years.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much. And it sounds like a really exciting journey um, as well, building your business, um, establishing those client relationships. So we're here to talk about that because um, I think it's really inspiring to hear from you how you've done that. Because if I compare that to, for example, building a practice, um, I would assume the same sort of like principles would apply. Um, So I'd love to hear from from you, Osman, um, what was your strategy when you both decided that this was the way forward for you, and to develop um, this business and to build it. Um, was there a strategy, and what did that look like?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a tough question to answer because we really didn't have much of a game plan beyond the the idea of being trusted advisors and being responsive to the needs of our clients and giving the best service that we can. And that was really it. Um, We didn't, we didn't uh, stress ourselves out with any um, billable hour targets or performance KPIs or anything. We just focused on those core concepts, you know, put on the blinders, didn't look at, at, you know, we, we created a list of who our competitors would be, but we just didn't look at what they were doing. And we focused on on that, those, those points. And, and we believed that um, focusing on the humanity and the human beings involved in the relationship is what would bring about that success. As opposed to focusing too much on on technology or or tricks of the trade, you knows really about great client service and being conscientious towards the needs of the human beings involved in the relationship, and um, through word of mouth, really largely. We got to where we are today, and only recently did we start to focus on a a marketing strategy and started working with a a marketing and business development um, strategist and specialist. But really, for most of our our life as a a firm, we just focused on on, word of mouth.
0: Yeah, and it seems like um, you're going by sort of like having a clear vision, right? So rather than a set out strategy, it seems like you know exactly what you want to do um, and how you want to be seen. And I think between yourselves, you probably know how to execute that. Um, so, but it seems yes. like it's very much driven by your sure. your vision.
1: That's no, that, that's that's right. So we, you know, we had a dogged uh, focus on our values and. You know, we 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 would remind each other whenever there was an opportunity to veer off our values and and focus on things that are more uh, superficial about the practice of law, and to remind ourselves that no, we got to stick. This is the reason why we started this. This is our mission statement. This is our value, which is you know, happy lawyers, happy clients, uh, focus on service, um, uh, and we always uh, uh, behaved as if we were, you know, at the pinnacle of the of, uh, deli- legal service delivery. We were at the top. We never excused ourselves by saying, we just started, we just, no, we, you know, we behaved. As if the stakes were that our clients and us are at that pinnacle of legal services, and we would we wouldn't allow for anything less.
0: So, if you if you think about this, the start um, of sort of like both of you agreeing to uh, to start this venture and to start this adventure Um obviously um, the money needs to come in right because you're a business with um, a commercial focus so um, when did you sort of like start to uh, think about clients about targets about how would you approach these clients etc Arjun can you share any thoughts on that like when would you typically start doing that, and when do you see the fruits coming from that?
2: So I think it, it, the good thing about our, you know, our um, profession is that you, you can see the results quite quickly. Um, it, it does take a, a, a significant leap of faith to jump from, you know, an organization, a, a large law firm, for example, or. Uh, a large company um, where for a long time, and I and I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but you you drink the kool-aid essentially. you know you're you're part of the system. and for much of the time that you're there, um, you know you're you're together with all these colleagues and it's a large organization and much of the value of you know self-worth comes from being linked to that that name or that that organization and also that very nice salary that comes in you know um, every month. and so, When you're starting out when you jump out of that um that very large ship and you're you know sort of landing into the water you're not really sure how things are going to play out but i think that you know everyone has to remember that everyone everyone in the law who's you know performing at at these at this level uh, you know is significantly experienced they have the right uh education they have the right experience um and they have to have self-faith in that and it happens with one client. So perhaps you may not even have any clients when you leave, but you might be out there. You put out your shingle and you know, hopefully you'll get one client with just that one client. There's a moment where you have to do a lot of things yourself. You know, you have to do a lot of the admin yourself. You know, you're used to, you know, the firm infrastructure taking care of things. But all of a sudden now you're on your own and you're realizing how what the practice of law entails, all this administrative procedures and everything. So all of a sudden you're in this very alien world where you're having to deal with a lot of different things, Um, but you have to treat that as, you know, as if you're going back to school again, you know, treat it as as an education, a re-education process, frankly. And all these things you took for granted when you were at the firm and someone else was doing all these things, like chasing bills or creating engagement letters and preparing pitches and all these things, being all done by someone else, now you're the one doing it, right? Um, But with that process, you learn, this industry very well you also learn um to have faith in yourself because over time you may fail right with some clients you just don't have the right connection or for some reason they just don't think you know they want to be backed by a larger name for example you may lose those clients but then you win a client and i'll never forget you know one of my uh old uh, mentors in, in in my previous uh, law firms once mentioned that you know the best business development that you can do is just doing a phenomenal job on, on the matter, because yep. the other, you know, the, the other side will see it, you know, the other and, and oftentimes, and this has happened throughout, and this is something which is really ingrained. And in, I think a lot of the, the, the lawyers that are gentlemen is that perform so well in front of the other side that the other side would want you as their lawyer. Right. And so performing at that level, with that in mind, that you know, you, you know, you want to be an amiable person, you know, you want to get along with everybody, you, you, you know, you in our profession you can be very aggressive and be very brusque and you know uh, we're in that profession where sometimes aggression is you know seen as a, as a good thing in our way of doing things it's you know we try to take a more measured approach you're always in the spotlight in a transaction or in any sort of matter uh, constantly and so if you trust in that you trust in those values the work will come we've grown organically we're Proof of, you know, proof of that and every lawyer in my opinion has a superpower you know maybe a superpower in dealing with disputes or a superpower dealing in shareholder agreements or you know a superpower in understanding licensing and franchising but they have that superpower within them it's, just an, it's a journey to identify that superpower and really exploit it and you know and and i think you know all of us are treating this as a journey we're constantly learning as we're going along yeah so
1: Barbara, i wanted
2: to... sorry
0: yeah oh. go on
1: yeah, I just wanted to, to add something to that. Um there's two kind of practical things that I that I I'd like to um uh also share that were very important for us at the at the beginning. One is more personal to me, which is setting certain goals, um uh, through certain certain performance personal performance goals. Yep. Um, and the other one was more for a to, to, to help the firm attain certain economic goals. Uh, now, for the, the personal thing that I did was that I, you know, I, I was at the time we were setting up, I was get, getting married and having a kid. So, you know, economics were financials were quite important. And and the way I approached that personally was to think about, you know, to work from this is how much money I would like to be making on a monthly basis. And then working from there to assess, you know, how many how many hours of work I need to do. And then from there, assess how many clients I need to have. And then, and then I would have regular conversations with Arjun about, okay, how many clients is he bringing in? How many am I bringing in? How can we share the work between us as we grow to be able to both um, attain our
2: goals for, for um, uh, uh, you know, monthly
1: income. And look, so this is a unique thing. Arjun and I were very collaborative. We're almost like family at the beginning. So, so if he was bringing in a lot of work and I wasn't, he would share. If I was bringing a lot of in uh, a lot of work and, and and he didn't have then I would share with him knowing that this is you know at some point we wouldn't have to do this anymore we'll both be comfortable and then we can take it from there so that was a good, that was a very unique thing hard to recreate but that was important for me to kind of say okay this is where I want to get to there was a minimum that I needed
0: yeah it's a good and point to, and to make to work
1: towards that. yeah yeah that, that's,
0: because that's I the, think sorry sorry go on
1: that was the first thing the second thing was early on we decided to set up a board of advisors for the firm yep. with certain key uh, um uh uh s- expertise so we we had a, a a management consultant a startup advisor and and a general counsel with uh certain you know ethics and compliance background background and and just a, a, a good business acumen and what we would do every every quarter is we would we would force ourselves to to uh, focus on pulling together our financial information our great wins our losses our weaknesses information about our competitors and we would go in front of them on a, on a quarterly basis and say oh, this is what we did over the, the last quarter and that discipline Kept us pushing towards, um, you know, growing the firm, and then we would show up, and we always had a, we always had a kind of a, a fear of showing up. We we gave ourselves a, a, a fear of showing up and not having performed and not having followed on on the promises that we made at the previous uh, previous meeting, and that kind of kept us, you know, quarter by quarter pushing. And they would then help us with connections with with uh, their experience and expertise solve problems for us and that those two things helped you know drive me and and the firm towards where we are today from a practical
2: perspective
0: yeah i like what you said around um two two things that really stood out for me is um when you spoke about sort of like goal setting osman i think um also in private practice, you know, if you are an associate, for example, in in a private practice, um, it is still helpful, even though you know that the firm will have goals and your department will have goals. But even for yourself, if you really wanted to stand out and build something, whether that be your own mm-hmm. practice within the practice or a business like you guys did, um, is to make sure that you know what you're working towards to otherwise everything yeah. that you're doing, it- sort of like doesn't really make sense in a way and what I liked about what you said um, Arjun is the quality so basically every presentation that I give or training that I give uh, say it. business development for lawyers, et cetera, one of the four pillars that I always include is quality. Mm -hmm. You can do Mm -hmm. as much BD as you want to, but if the quality of your product isn't good, um, forget about all the efforts that you've put in because they completely go to waste. Um, But if your quality is good, then obviously your clients will be happy. They will return to you. They will spread the word, um, et cetera. So that's something that should definitely not be forgotten because it can't just be all around You know, all about marketing and and business developments in that way.
1: And and I want to I want to sorry that I want to stress something that when we set our goals and even when I was talking about my personal goals, we didn't set our goals saying you know this we want that client or this client or this size of client or this type of client. We didn't. And and at least for me, the reason I didn't I didn't do that is because I didn't want to pick any favourites because the work is the work and a client needs my support regardless of who they are so that we, we you know and that's at the beginning now over time you know you start to align strategically with certain clients but that's that's when you reach a certain size where that's now you're in a different place but at the beginning you know everyone you can't be that
0: selective yeah
1: i mean we were selective in the sense that there were clients that we wouldn't take because they didn't align with our values and because we didn't feel like we would be enjoying ourselves working with them so that means we wouldn't be making the additional sacrifices of of responsiveness and and um and flexible flexible payment terms and all of the sacrifices that you would do as you're growing um but then we could but and at that point, we, you know, at that time, we didn't want to restrict ourselves to thinking, you know, these, you know, this client is more special than now. Over time, certain clients deserved to become strategic partners because of the way they helped us grow and the way they treated us. And for that reason, they became um, deserving of being strategic clients who we would I don't die in a ditch, um, but it wasn't based on name recognition or, or cachet for the firm or anything like that. It was based on a different set of values.
0: So if you it's look important back, stretch. yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and if you if you look back at your process of getting to where you are now, because you're now sort of like seven years in, you said right. Um, when did you really start to see the results that you really expected or wanted to see?
2: I think that would probably be, I think, about a year in. I think about one year in, uh, I remember Osman and I looked at each other. We, we just, you know, got in a client and I, I remember this and he just looked at me. He's like, oh, well, uh, it was a rather large markety client um, and he looked at me and said you know can we just take a moment to just appreciate where we are and i said yeah okay And i just took my head out of the computer you know on the screen and i looked up at him like what do you mean just take a moment just breathe just take a <laughs> moment um you know we can live and work from anywhere in the world uh, we can we are completely untethered uh to location we're completely untethered to you know any sort of anchor clients or any idea around that we have ultimate freedom right now and we got this this in and it's it's coming together it's coming together and it was like this realization that um you know of course it's the economics of it all right you know you you're getting enough revenue in yes that it's it's supporting the firm infrastructure to to run um but it's also i think more you know intrinsic in that you know we, we can do this you know, mm. it's this. It's this you, you reach this this tipping point where, you know, we look at each other and yeah, we got this. We, we can we can we can make this um, something special. And uh, I think that at that from that point, I knew that it was uh, it was game on.
0: Great, yeah, and we it had must be the win. best feeling.
1: We we hadn't had any major uh, f- disputes between us or or any fights getting there. It was quite smooth. I think that point that that's definitely a milestone. Um, and that, but very recently, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a i am am ai think of the two of us, I'm a, I'm more of the pessimist. Um, so it took, takes me a, long, a longer time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that's why I love our relationships, that we balance each other that way. Um, for me, recently we reached the point financially where. You know it's harder now to fail um than than it is to build uh, now it's, it's always there it's always i always live by the fear or the maxim that one is six months away from total ruin that keeps me going right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad i am right? that's my pet my my pessimism um but we recently we reached uh, a point where you know it's just harder harder for us to to fail now than it is to build and that was a relief moment where you know we have enough people on board now smart people you know creative people um, uh dedicated people to our our initial vision um and we have a, a a group of clients that believe in us in a way um and we have a certain financial we've reached a financial stage where it's now it's you know, it's, it would be because of something that we did that is catastrophic for it to fail. now. Um, yeah.
0: So we would. So be, it's all we, we, smooth. We'll be responsible. At that point. <laughs> you are. But I don't know about
1: I, I don't know about smooth failing, but we would. One of us would have to do something really. Yeah. Bad for it. Yeah. Uh,
0: don't do that. Just don't do that, and you'll be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so speaking of speaking of that, I mean, it, it, it seems and I know that you guys are really successful um, and have built this, this business really successfully. Um, what would you say is the secret to your
2: success? Oh. Um. Um, yeah, I think from my perspective, the secret of our success, I think, um, and I may have mentioned it earlier, it's uh, I think intrinsic motivation. Um, probably that's, um, th- that's the most important thing f- for why I think we're successful in many ways, um, that, you know, for example, the lawyer working with that client, um, feels intrinsically motivated. They, the, the client sees it, uh, and, and understands this, um, you know, in a very fundamental way. And it's not, it's, it's something, you know, it's not, it's not tangible. It's an intangible, uh, yeah. feeling, but the very fact that they feel that this person has their back. And this lawyer does have have their back. Um, th- that's the difference, I think. Um yes. and I and I remember, you know, you know, being in an office late at night, and we were working for a client and just, you know, sort of struggling to get through, you know, get through the time and get through the, the work. And there's a different quality in the work that we do now in that um, we really are vested in our client's success. You know, when I'm working with you know, a client, um, I really want to see them succeed. And it's, it's, it's a much more, it's a deeper passion than I think um, that I had when someone else is telling me what work to do. Right. Um, So I think, I think the secret of success is really allowing the freedom to choose. And when you do make that selection, then you just do a better job. The lawyer just ends up doing a better job. That's my view, if you have a, I, I mean, yeah, I,
1: I agree. And I mean, I, I, I'm struggling because, because a lot of it, I, like, I, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of hard work, but there's still a lot of luck. Okay, like, I, I mean, it, you know, it just so happened that that um, our model, you know, which you know was doing okay, suddenly had a spike because of changes in the world. Right? Mm. It's hard to, it's hard to predict these things right
0: yeah right um, time right location etc plays a role and, of course but
1: and luckily again you know I again is because from my perspective I picked you know to work with Arjun as opposed to someone else and we click and and he he thinks from a pure you know pure purity level as opposed to a superficial level like a fundamental level so when he brings someone to the organization, or I bring someone to the organization, they're a value add. They're not taking away from from our focus. But but in but if so, there are all these things that is really hard to control. But if 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 you, by your question you're asking for something that you can control. So what's the secret of success that you can control? I would say it's focusing on the work that you're doing, as opposed to on your competitors or on on who you're bringing in as a client or or you know as much as possible on the bank account at the end of the month just focus on the moment the work that you're doing at that point and make sure that it's the right thing you're doing the right thing that's been asked for you know and and that you're doing it in a way that's going to add value to the person that you're gonna be delivering that work to. Yeah. Okay. And if if there's a if there's a thing that you can control, that's it. And that's what you should focus on.
0: Yeah yeah i think that makes total sense because the rest will follow then ultimately right back to that quality point as well if you deliver quality etc then you know it, uh, you need to focus on your work in order to be able to do that um so that that makes total sense so if i would ask you one final question um very briefly um if anyone who would want to uh, follow what you do so say for example set up their own business uh, or develop their practice or establish a new practice what is the one tip that you would give someone
1: um, I would um, that's an easy one for me to jump at right away don't think that you can do this alone um you know you, you need to you need to have a team um no one can do any it, it's setting up a business that becomes successful is a superhuman effort there's so many things that can go wrong. And and it's hard for me to say that that it's hard to say like I know the answers because because you know um, we're we're blessed with a lot of luck along the way. So it's it's very hard. But if there's one thing, I, I you know, don't think you can do this alone and, and don't do it alone. Just don't do it alone. Because there are dark, dark days, and you need someone there to say, "Look, don't worry, we will get through this."
2: Um, yeah, that would be it. Yeah, I think. For, yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, for sure. And I think, from my perspective, it's also finding the right partner that fills, you know, maybe the the biases that you may have, um, you know, the the cognitive biases that you may have, the 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 way in which you look in the at the world, you know, is one, you know it's a quality right and if you have a partner or partners who uh, are able to look at different perspectives yeah. of, 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 of these you know because uh, as someone's right it's a superhuman effort to pull this together and do, yeah. and do things you're, you're constantly thinking um you know you're you're constantly thinking about all these things at all times of night of the day uh it never stops um and you know you you should have someone that you trust and you know um has your back and someone who also looks at the world differently than you do because we all have our our um blind spots and our weaknesses well we have our superpowers we have our weaknesses and you know um as you're embarking in this journey it's about you know making sure that your your super team is you know well stacked in all in all places yeah
0: True, which is not always easy, but it seems like you found a really great relationship um, building this business together. So well done uh, on both of you. And it's really inspiring to hear your story. So thank you so much for sharing that um, with me and our listeners today. Um, So thank you, Arjun. Thank you, Osman. It's been really, really great having you on the the podcast. Um, I'm sure we'll be in touch and I'm sure there will be lots of more questions that will follow in the future. So it would be great to have you back on uh, at some point later on again. you the best of luck with your venture um but it seems like it's going really really well so wonderful well done again
2: thank you very much thank you very much